everyone, my name's Austin. I'll be your host on The Fact Break. Today's topic will be cheaters in game shows. It's easy to think why someone would want to cheat on a game show. I mean, there's a lot of money involved, but it's also even riskier than a normal game because there's cameras everywhere and an audience, which makes it really hard to do anything sketchy without being watched constantly. The first major instance of someone cheating in a game show was in 1956 on the show 21. A man named Herb Stemple, that's a name you don't see a lot anymore, was watching 21 and he turned to his wife and said, the questions are difficult, but they're not too difficult. He wrote a letter to the show and told them why he'd be a good contestant. Uh, he later got a call and uh, he met with the producers and they interviewed him and asked him questions like, do you get nervous around cameras and things like that? And then they told him they were going to let him know if he was accepted onto the show. And a few weeks later, a man named Dan Enright called and met with him and asked, Would you like to make $25,000? To which Herb replied, Who wouldn't? He admitted that the show's producers gave him the answers before the show and told him exactly how to answer so as not to look suspicious. They even gave him a watch that would tick loudly so as to build suspense as he was thinking of the answers to the questions. Herb went on to win consecutively until they scripted a new person to win. Charles Van Doren won after him. Uh, on the show, Charles Van Doren won $129,000, but in actuality, they only paid him $25,000 like they paid Herb. Herb agreed to lose on purpose because Dan Enright had promised him some more TV opportunities, but when the show didn't make good on their promise, eventually Herb came out with the story and uh, told the world that the show had been lying to people. The show was canceled in 1957 after a federal investigation. Maybe one of the most famous cases of all time is that of Khaled El Katakeni. This is a clever one. Uh, he appeared on the Australian game show Millionaire Hot Seat, which is a ripoff of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? He admitted to guessing five of the questions based on the facial expressions and body language of the show's host, the person asking the questions, and the faces of the audience members. He was allowed to keep his winnings, and the producers just laughed it off and called it ridiculous. Now, I've seen this clip online, and I can't see where he looks at the host's facial expressions or body language. It seems like he's just looking down at the questions the entire time, so it's never been proven that he uh, cheated that way. Kerry D. Ketchum went on the show Super Password in 1988. He went by the name of Patrick Quinn on the show, and one of the viewers in Alaska thought he looked familiar and said, hey, I think, I think I've seen that person before. And he later called the station to tell them. Uh, when Kerry went to collect his money from the TV show, he was greeted by the FBI and arrested for fraud. Uh, he was actually wanted in several states for committing fraud. And when he appeared in court, he said he wanted to use his knowledge for something good, but the judge didn't believe him and sentenced him to prison. Some cheating is more obvious than others. Adriana Abinia went on a Spanish game show called Pasa Palabra. It's a show that requires players to guess a song and the name of the band based on listening to it. It turns out she had her phone between her legs with Shazam playing. For those of you who don't know, Shazam is an app that identifies songs uh, and their bands by listening to it. To take a strange turn, 
After it was discovered that she was cheating, the audience and the host just laughed it off and didn't do anything about it. Some of these scams are more clever than others. In 1984, on the CBS game show, Press Your Luck, Michael Larson won $110,000. It was a show that involved pressing a button at exactly the right time for a chance to win some money. If you press the button at the wrong time, it will give you a whammy. You lose your turn, and you lose all your money. But Michael Larson had watched the show so many times because he recorded it on his VCR that he found out exactly the right moment to press the button so as not to get a whammy. And he kept winning and winning until eventually he made a lot of money. And the show's producers discovered his strategy, but they couldn't prove that he was technically cheating, so they allowed him to keep his winnings. And they later changed the pattern of how to get a whammy. A lot of people are familiar with the game show The Price is Right. Terry Nice knew the show so well that he was able to recognize patterns in the game. He noticed that some of the products were repeated, and he was able to recall the exact price of an object from a previous episode and won a lot of money. He was a professional blackjack player, and he was good at these types of games, and he could count cards and things like that, and he ended up winning $23,000. Perhaps the biggest cheater of all these game shows was Charles Ingram. He went on the show Who Wants to Be a Millionaire in 2001 with his wife and one of his wife's friends as one of the audience members. And every time the host would ask multiple choice questions, she would cough when the host said the right answer. He won the million pound jackpot, but eventually they discovered he was cheating and he and his wife had to serve an 18 month prison sentence for fraud. Uh, with uh, his wife's friend serving a shorter sentence, and he also lost his job in the army as well as losing the prize money. This concludes our episode for the day. I hope you all enjoyed it. This is Austin, signing out.